0: Welcome to the weekly Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meeting Podcast. Uh, This week, David Fox is out, and uh, I am joined uh, by Gary Winnick. Hey there. And also Mark Ferrari. Hi,
1: me
2: again.
0: So uh, what we do is uh, each week we talk about what we worked on last week and what we're going to be working on next week. So why don't we start with Gary?
2: Okay, so continuing to work mainly on animation, uh, character animation, also working with Octavia. He's doing some really great stuff, so I'm really pleased to see both him staying within the style and the spirit of the game, but also taking it further than I would have expected in ways that uh, I think make much more interesting characters. So currently um, working on uh, finishing up some of the characters in the town, which is mainly what we're doing right now, is sort of working on this um, initial... Uh, push and build of the town so we can get that up and running and then go ahead and do, I think, what Ron referred to
0: as sprints moving forward, Ron? Sprints, yeah, sprints.
2: So I guess those are like, you know, we pick a section of the game and then we, like, work to get that one section, you know, working to uh, kind of, I'm going to use the word first pass kind of final degree and then we move on sort of do the entire game that way then we can co- go back and add layers of polish. But that way we get um, a fairly cohesive um, Uh, play play playthrough of that particular section of of the game as we work through it so right now working mainly on the town which is what we've all been focusing on so that's actually looking really good it's starting to feel like a real game every time i uh, boot up a new uh, build in the morning ron has a new build in the morning every morning for us uh there's new stuff added and it just feels more and more like a, a an original scum game Really enjoying looking at that. And then been doing a little bit of other ancillary work on some other materials for the game as well. We're still looking at trying to make sure that we focus on not missing any of the reward stuff. And also, I think we may be actually offering a few things through our website at some point in time, hopefully soon. I'll say that out loud, and Ron can cut it if he likes.
0: Yeah, you got to say it out loud, and then we're we've committed to it.
2: So that's about it for my um, recap for this week. And next week, I expect to be
0: pretty much the same thing. Yeah, we're supposed to. I think we have to have the town done by the first of November because that's our goal is to get all that stuff.
2: It's through. feeling like that's actually going to happen, which is interesting to me because. Um when I think about it we're now past the first year anniversary of, uh no not actually that'll be next
0: month. Yeah it's no no November.
2: November will be the first year anniversary of when we did the kickstarter um and we actually announced this. So we've been working on this for uh nearly a year.
0: Yeah it's looking good it's been really good. All right Mark you want to go? Sure.
2: Uh
0: I
1: have been cranking out rooms as usual uh in the town. In the last week or two, I have finished the diner, the post office, the nickel news, and I am nearly done with the bank. The bank is turning out to be visually one of the more interesting rooms yet. Thanks to uh, wall sconces and purple wallpaper, it's a pretty creepy bank. (laughs) <laughs> maybe may, maybe one of the creepiest rooms in the game actually so far.
0: That's good. There's no such thing as too creepy.
1: Yeah, the bank that looks a little feels a little like a funeral parlor, but you know, banks these days seems appropriate.
0: Yeah, that's great. I I really look forward to seeing it.
1: Yeah, so it's a bank I think from nineteen
2: eighty seven.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean they were evil then too. So uh anyhow, um working on that. Uh while we're saying things out loud to make them real, I have been promising for weeks now that i would do a blog post and i really am going to i hope this coming week so there now i've said it now now it has to happen
0: now you're committed
1: now i'm committed yes if i can just stop doing art for a minute i'll uh i'll I'll write about it
2: so so mark while we have you on the line so to speak i mean a lot of people keep wondering about i'm gonna say your process and although you may write about that next week can you give us a little bit of you know uh, talk a little bit of kind of about how what you know what particular I'm going to say tools and functions you're using in Photoshop and you know kind of how you think about constructing one of these rooms not you know too long but sure. a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, you bet. So uh, when uh, when I start a room, of course, the first thing that happens is I have conversations with Ron and Gary about what's in the room and and how it works and you know what it needs what the room needs to do and how the room ought to look and then I work on layout. I spend a little time figuring out how to fit all those things into a room and how to fit them together so that you'll be able to see what you need to see through all the other things and people will be able to move around in that space like they're supposed to and you know taking into account parallaxing or anything so i While I'm doing all of that, I'm mostly just doing sort of a black and white layout, like some of the ones we saw earlier in the year. And once I've got all that worked out, um, I actually start doing the drawing. And uh, one thing that I will be talking more about in the blog post, uh, you know, my process at greater length there, is the fact that in Photoshop, of course, whenever I'm painting on screen, I am using tools with all the anti-aliasing turned off and... uh, you know, in, in hard pixels and everything. I'm, I'm, I've done my best to adjust the entire Photoshop product uh, to be as much an 8-bit uh, tool as possible, uh, but most of my drawing is, is not actually, at least most of the coloring in of the scene is not actually done with, uh, by painting much by hand. Uh, most of the coloring in I'm actually drawing and painting with selections. In the old days, We worked with 16 colors and color choices were really easy. You had 16 colors and only one or two of them was even a remote possibility for whatever it is you were trying to draw. So uh, that was an easy choice. But these days you have millions of colors to choose from. And if I tried to go into a palette and pick the right color for everything I do on screen and then paint something with it, I'd be here all year. So what I do is I select the thing that I am coloring in. And first of all, I just colorize it a single color. I can sort of select a color family and then move slide bars around until I get the color I'm looking for. And then I make selections, obviously not feathered selections, hard-edged, no anti-aliasing selections. And I slide bars around again for hue and value and, uh, and saturation until I get the color I'm looking for. And this way I can just sort of adjust colors on the fly until I've got the colors I'm looking for over and over again. Instead of having to pick a color and draw with it and say nope that's not right pick another color draw with it no that's not right an awful lot of my paintings done with selections when it comes to dither and things like that i have been creating templates with pre-drawn dither patterns and things on them and then when it comes time to add dither to a surface uh, or to color something in with dither at least in some circumstances i'm actually able to just select one color at a time in that dither pattern and again using the selection slide the hue and value and saturation bars around until i get pixels of the right color so even my dither a lot of it is drawn with selections not with the pencil tool these days we are trying to get something that feels like old days but it's certainly not being done the way it was in the old days anymore
0: yeah very very different from the D paint days
1: very different in some ways easier and in some ways honestly harder things were a lot easier to do in D paint than they are in Photoshop some
2: things and it's taking you what two to three days on average to do a room or how long is it taking you to do a these
1: room? days two to three days used to take a lot longer but these days uh, a I've certainly figured out a whole lot about the, the best way to approach things which has taken some time. So I am faster at a lot of things than I used to be. But also I've done so much drawing right now that I'm actually able to take a lot of things I've already drawn and modify them slightly rather than drawing them all from scratch. So the more scenes I create, the faster I'm able to create other scenes because more and more of, this, of the sort of stock subject matter I need, architectural embellishments, foliage, window glass, surface textures, uh, light patterns even, uh, small objects, door handles, windows, things like this. More and more of the components of the scene are actually already drawn somewhere, and I just need to take them and modify them a little bit to stick them in. So the more I draw, the faster it goes happily.
0: Well, good. Well, thanks. You're welcome. So uh, so I guess next week you're just uh, you're getting the bank done. I can't remember what the next room on your list after the bank is.
1: The next room, I at least on the list right now, is the hardware store.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: After that, even I don't remember, uh exactly what it is but we're trying to get all the rooms in the town done as close to uh, november 1st as possible
0: i think we have like two or three rooms left and then you have a week of polish that you go back and and polish all those rooms and we found a couple of things that we as we've been putting them in little changes that need to be made so we're just keeping a list of those so
1: yeah good i noticed when i was doing the interior of the bank that it's safely first not safety first so i will be changing a t to an l on the outside of the bank building i know that's one thing I'll be doing.
2: Playtesters yeah. are pointing out things like, you know, instead of diner it says dinner and stuff like that. But we'll oh, you're kidding? This. No. no. <laughs> but you know, and, I, and I think sheriff is spelled wrong on the door too. I'm just sort of uh, mentioning those things of because, like, it is. yeah. In, in any in any case, we'll, I'm we'll a all this. I'm a published novelist, but you'd never know it from the way I spell.
0: Well, you don't have to spell right to be a novelist.
1: Yeah, sooner or later you have to spell, but that's what spell check is for. unfortunately. Well, yeah,
0: and editors—that's what editors are.
1: Yeah, and editors. Yes, for Photoshop does not have spell check. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> not for pixels. Pixels,
2: no. I'm going to give away a—you a, know—a well-kept secret, or not a well-kept secret, but Ron Gilbert does not know how to
0: spell to save his life. Oh, I know. No kidding. Yeah. Well,
1: all the all the brilliant people don't know how. Einstein couldn't button his own sweater correctly, but he was still Einstein.
0: I, I choose not to use pieces of my brain to remember spelling. Yeah. I would I would rather use that to to remember other more important things rather than spelling.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you've got a checklist and it's got world domination and spelling,
0: which one are you going to choose? Yeah, which one comes first? Yeah. Get the priorities straight.
1: World domination. Whatever my first grade teacher thought.
0: All right, I guess I am next. Uh, let's see. Last week, I worked more on the save game. Uh, Robert started testing last week, and he's you know been finding a lot of bugs with stuff, which is expected, but he's found a couple of issues with the save game, things that weren't being saved correctly, so I did some work getting the save game to be a little more robust. I also added thumbnails to the save game, so when you save a game now, it, it saves off a screenshot of what the screen looked like, and there's a little, Temporary, but there's a little save game interface where, you know, it shows you screenshots of, of where you save the game. And all that. So that's been coming in really useful just just for testing, you know, being able to go to a particular part of the game and save the game. And then, you know, as you're coding stuff up, just quickly load that game back in and get right back where you it's been incredibly useful. So I was really worried about save game, but I think it's it's actually taken me less time to do it than I had originally feared it would. So that's good. Uh, I also made some uh, changes to the animation system. Previously, the animation system could do basically, you know, walks and talks for people. We added reaches to characters so they can, you know, reach high, low, or medium. And so the animation system deals with that. And now it can deal with just arbitrary special case animations and be able to layer the talking um so you know gary had done an animation for a character uh yesterday who has some hand waving animations and now he can talk while he waves the hands and those two happen independently of each other so i did that i also uh made the uh the the automated tester system a little more robust one of the things i had to do is is you can kick it into a mode and it will very quickly jump to every room in the game and just kind of enter and exit, enter and exit, just to see if you know any weird bugs uh, came up. So that's actually caught quite a few things before I check in code. That was pretty much uh, my last week, and my next week is probably more work on the animation system and uh, fixing uh, fixing bugs. And I also want to start looking at how we're going to manage the translation of art assets. I have an idea in my head for how all that's going to work, and I just kind of wanted to do a temporary implementation. Of that next week so that's uh that's me
1: have you got that animation feature yet where the uh the characters can uh, do my laundry and wash my windows or was that a stretch goal
0: yeah that's that's a stretch goal along with your car maintenance
1: yeah good i'm looking forward to that i hope we get to those
0: yeah i mean if an animation system can't change your oil what what use is it really
2: I mean, yeah because we're in the futuristic year of 2016
1: that's right We're all traveling around in gold-painted
2: toilet paper tubes in space now, right?
0: (laughs) Yes, and I'm wearing my tinfoil jumpsuit right now.
2: That and, you know, as I think Chris Rock once said, where's our damn flying cars?
1: Yeah, the dream's gotten lost somewhere along the way.
0: Yeah, now all we have is the damn internet.
1: (laughs) Now (laughs) all we have is the damn internet, yes. And these silly little phones.
0: All right, well, thanks a lot, guys. Goodbye. Bye-bye.